Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, build a bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You controlled, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Stan Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? Ladies and gentlemen. What's up? This is, you know, a lot of y'all don't get to travel. But we here at the All-Star Break up here in Chicago, Illinois. And I always happen to run and talk to some of the most flyest um, young men in this universe. And I got a gentleman who I want to bring to the world and let people know how there's just young men out here really focused, really got their heads on straight, and really is um, taking the leadership in their community to uh, employ Afro-American men and women, and just a great leader, and, and an honor to introduce you to one of my mans, um, Ramon. What's up, Ramon? How are you? Hey, how you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm doing good, man. So you know how we always do. You know, we just talking, and as the questions come into my head, I start rocking and all that kind of stuff. So how's business, though? It's good? Oh, man, business is good, man. I mean, you know, um, everything is good, um, you know. I mean, you got a few bumps here and there, but, I mean, you know, we just got to keep going with everything and, you know, just keep pressing, man. Right. Now, what made you start this real estate? I know when I was talking to you yesterday, and you said in the class, um, I see you sharpening your skills for commercial real estate, et cetera. Explain that to me. Well, um you know, I, I I got into real estate. Um, I bought my first property about seven, well, about seven years ago, mm-hmm. and um, you know, um, I, I I got into it, you know, simply because I just wanted to do something, you know, um, positive with my money, and I I always wanted to get into real estate, but you know, I mean, for things, you know, things happen, you know, you get derailed and stuff like that. So I ended up buying my first property. It was a single family home. Right. And, um, you know, um, things just kind of snowballed from there. You know, went from that to um, rehabbing and flipping properties and, you know, uh-huh. buying a home and stuff like that. I mean, so, you know, as you as you continue to do stuff, you know, you start to learn more about whatever it is you're doing, right? Right. <clears throat> you just, you know, evolve. I mean, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, uh you know, I mean, when you you know when you first start doing something, you know, you don't necessarily know what the end of the road gonna be or the middle of the road. You just understand, okay, I'm jumping in this. You know, I got a little knowledge of it, and I mean, I made everything else work, so I mean, I can make this work. Right, right, right. You just have your head on straight. That's why you know when we first hooked up, I clicked with you immediately because I just like I just like men and who have their head on straight and just truly, truly solid. And what was the class about yesterday to uh in the real estate thing and, and explain to me what that was? I'm just curious. Well it was it was a it was a seminar, you know, on um you know, um with a lot of different lenders and and um you know, they just was giving out pointers on, you know, um scaling up in commercial real estate, you know, how you scale up, how do you 
go from, you know, having one building or, you know, one multi-unit or, you know, several residentials to leveraging that into, you know, other uh, properties and whatnot. So it was, you know, they were just giving up a lot of information, a lot of game on that. You know, some of it I knew, but, you know, it's always good to go to that kind of stuff, man, so you can, you know, always you continue to network. You know, you never know everything, you know, and, I mean, you can always polish up. So, I mean, I got a, a, a lot of good information from, from that aspect. Okay, right, uh, right. So, really, you you never really know it all, is basically what you're saying. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and, ladies and gentlemen, what's important, what he's saying to me, and this is why I wanted to bring him on the show, and we're going to get into some other things as well, is um, this is not what he, this is something that he really didn't start out doing, but he did it, and he took his game and just elevated it because he's truly a director, ladies and gentlemen. His, his passion is in the movie game. And he has been doing his thing, and the real estate is on the side. So what I'm trying to share with people that you can have a dream long, but at the same time, you have, when you're grown, you've got to have a source of income to pay them damn bills. His real estate is his business for him to take care of his bills, but his passion is directing the brother out of Milwaukee doing his thing. And his latest um, documentary is called, tell him the name, family. Uh, the Rise and Fall of Cuckoo Cow. Now, I didn't get a chance to see it. My okay. schedule has been insane. I wanted to see it. I wanted to review it so we could talk about it. But I said to myself, could I wing it? Could I lie to him and just ask him certain questions? Because, you know, I'm kind of brilliant, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm kind of brilliant. And I was just going to bullshit my way through this, right? But I was like, you know, I'm too solid for that shit. I ain't going to do that to myself. Fuck that. So break it down to me. Who is Kukau? Why did you want to do this documentary on this brother to share with the world? Well, uh, Kukau, excuse me, bro. Kukau, man, he had a a real big hit, you know, um, back in like 2000, man. It was called uh, My Projects, right? It was... um, a real big joint, you know what I'm saying, that actually went to, um, it was number one on the Billboard charts for like, I think, four or six consecutive weeks, something like that. Wow. And, um, you know, and the reason why I wanted to do it on them, you know, because, I mean, you know, when you talk about Milwaukee, you talk about, you know, raw hip-hop and raw rap, you know, um, I mean, you know, you got a lot of guys around here, you know, and I'm not taking that from nobody. I mean, some great people around here, you know, um, but as far as like the raw rap, you know, Cuckoo, um, you know, he, he he's the one who, you know, up until this point, you know, has reached the most success in, in that arena, you know. Okay. So, <clears throat> I mean, the man is, you know, a legend in his own right, you know what I mean? And, you know, mm-hmm. he's still nice to this day, you know, when it comes to writing and lyrically and stuff like that. So, you know, I wanted to do it, you know, actually, let me let me backtrack. <clears throat> you know, my partner, KB, he came to me with the idea, you know, this is a brother that I've been knowing for many years, you know, man, since we was kids. And, you know, he, um, you know, like what I was doing with uh, Circumstances, that was my first movie um, right. based on, it's based on my uh, the first book of uh, my book series, Motivation, Master the Game. So mm-hmm. he, he liked what I did with that, you know, with that movie, you know, and he was like, man, you know, um, 
I, I got this idea to do this series called The Product, which is basically about a lot of different artists, you know, up-and-coming artists, you know, in the industry who um, are, you know, what, what we will be detailing is we'll be showing their, you know, progression in their, the, the process of them, you know, going from zero to 60 and, you know, putting all the work in and, you know, showing you the facts behind the scenes stuff as to, you know, how hard it is to become this product. That's the reason why it's called the product. Right. So <clears throat> Cuckoo was one of the uh, guys that was in that series, you know, um, and we end up, you know, knocking his episode out and, you know, getting a lot of extensive things and information for him and, you know, um, I mean, he made it easy. You know, a lot of guys around him, you know, I know him, you know, uh, Steve-O, that was uh, one of the labels that he assigned to here. And, um, you know, I mean, we, you know, we put it together um, and, you know, just, uh, you know, we got it out. Okay, cool, cool. So um, is it the rise and fall? Is that the yeah, it's called the rise. It's called the rise and fall of Cuckoo Cow. Now, and, you know, a lot of people, <laughs> well, a lot of people be like, why would y'all call it that? You right. know, we call it the rise and fall, man, because, you know, in my projects, you know, Cuckoo, and, you know, he, he will admit this, you know, I mean, you know, in a lot of ways, he was his own worst enemy, man. You know okay. what I'm saying? You know, he, he rose because, I mean, let's just be real, man. How many people do you personally know? I mean, you probably know quite a few, but... You know, the average person out here, man, how many people do we know that actually had a number one hit on the billboards? And, you know, that right there alone, you know, is, you know, I mean, would be identifying somebody as somebody who rose, you know. So it's like, okay, you you get to this place where, I mean, you, you, you get this phenomenal hit that's allowing you to tour in, you know, different countries and all of this stuff. Right. And then right in the middle of the promotion of this, I mean, because you got to understand, I don't want to take nothing away from the documentary, but you got to understand that, you know, even though it went number one, that song could have been much bigger based on with him and a lot of the executives that we talked to, you know, we flew out to New York, talked to some folks and stuff like that, that was actually working for Tommy Boy at the time, which was the, okay. you know, parent company. Right. So, you know, the song, man, you know, it reached this pinnacle, but it could have went higher because, I mean, excuse me, but it didn't go because of a lot of the business that he was doing, you know. Um, I mean, it's a lot of things around him not showing up for work, you know, him having... Get the struggles. hell out of here, really? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know, him having struggles in his personal life, you know, um, dealing with, you know, different drugs and stuff like that, alcohol. Okay. So, you know, I mean, again, <clears throat> to circle back around to what you're saying as far as, like, in my projects, you know, I mean, man, come on, man. What ghetto, what city in the country can't you go to that somebody, several people, you know, don't know exactly what that song was? I mean, so it's like, you know, he, he could have went further than that, you know, um, mm -hmm. but he didn't. He didn't because of the way he, you know, for his personal um, thing that was going on in his personal life. And also, you know, he didn't have his business straight. Because mm. You know, it's like a lot of people, you know, we do stuff, man, and we don't we we don't have our business in order, you know. Right. I mean? And it's like True. you know, regardless to what's going on with you, I mean, come on, let's be real, like we can take DMX, man. You know, the man struggled right. with all kinds of demons, but guess what? You know, he was fortunate enough, obviously somebody around him had, 
him in a situation where, you know, his business was in order, you know, where right, he's true. You know, publishing and, you know, he, he you know, he was able to keep doing what he was doing because, you know, he had the right machine behind him and, and he so he had to be savvy to some degree, you know, right, in order true. to keep moving like that. Right. So true. so yeah, that that's that's why we call it the rise and fall. And you know, I mean it's like man, a lot of people you know, um, I mean, even when we was developing this thing, like, man, you, I mean, I, I was surprised at how many people around the country, you know, when I was going to different cities, you know, doing different things and mm-hmm. telling people, they're like, man, I remember him, man. Man, I, I, I always wonder what happened to do, you know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, that, I, I, when, I, when I saw that a month ago, I said, oh, this is a curious thing. You know, I, I was truly interested. Now, what about your books? The claim to... But before we do that, how can people see your documentary, Graham? Let's, let's promote this motherfucker. Uh, well, the documentary right now is on Amazon Prime, man. You know, I mean, all you got to do is go on there, type in the Rise and Fall of Cuckoo Cow, and, um, you know, it'll pop right on up, you know. So, uh, but we also, you know, it'll be going on other streaming platforms, you know, as well. I mean, because, you know, we're moving independent. And, and, right, uh, right. We just we just pretty much got a distribution deal, but, you know, we own 100%. And, um, you know, it, it excuse me, um, um, you know, so it, it you can go on Amazon.com um, and, you know, watch the, watch the documentary. And, uh, you know, I mean, feel free to leave reviews, you know, give us some genuine feedback and whatnot. I mean, because we really want to know what people feel about it and how they... All right. And it helps with your revenue share. Oh, most definitely. Most See, definitely. That's what I try to tell people all the time about this game of independence. I had this conversation the other day in New York City on an interview with these, um, people from London, from London Real. Mm-hmm. And I said, one of the great things in, that's happened in the last 10 years but social media has made it possible to cut out the middleman, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was coming up in the 90s, you always had to meet somebody that knew the person that you need to connect with to order to get your break, right? But you find out through life, everybody don't think the same. Everybody doesn't have the same interest that you have. And yeah. some people will sabotage you, right? Yeah. But yeah. this game now, you have cut out the middleman. You can drop this when you want to drop it on the date. You can. Uh, do you understand what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. people don't understand how priceless that is to be your own boss. And yeah. I can announce here too, ladies and gentlemen, that not only is this brother does his own documentaries, he writes his books. He is the official director of my new special coming out November sixth called Play the Player, Pimp to Pimp, the Election. And when I say to you, if you saw who raised your special, that believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, who raised your special was just okay to me. I liked it. It was okay. It came out just a little too late for me because I always did everything on my own. So if you feel me, everything on right, my own. Right, right. And I yeah. met this brother who helped me direct this movie, he introduced me to this attorney who took my fucking money and then do a damn thing, played me for like a year. Mm-hmm. I had to go to New York, fire this motherfucker, try to get my money back. He was coming with all this X, Y, and Z shit. I just said, fuck it. And I was going to do a deal. Who the, I was going to do the deal when you convinced me not to do it, fam. Mm-hmm. No, what was the name of the company? Um, 
I can't, I can't, I can't remember, bro. It's, I, it's well, ladies, I was, I was going to do a deal with this company, and my man here, when we was in Milwaukee having dinner, he said, Nick, you TK Kirkley, you can't do a deal with them. <laughs> you know? And I said, yo, you know what? So I called my distributor uh, who got me my network, and not only did I get my network, my man who's my distributor who puts out all my comedy albums was my connect to put out my fucking Amazon special, meaning he was already in my back pocket. For years, and I had looked right by him, but this brother right here is the brother that said to me, yo, don't even fuck with that particular company. So we went with Amazon. Now, the way the world is influenced, you always think motherfuckers got, you made if you hit Netflix. They're going to do Netflix. You're going to do Netflix. Right. Netflix is cool. And, yeah. And so you know what? Yes, a sir. lot of people, my fault, bro. A lot of people don't really know the inner work of that. But in, anyway, go ahead, man. Yeah, see, a lot of people are always thinking Netflix, Netflix, because most people are brainwashed to think Netflix. Don't get me wrong, Netflix might be a big check. I'm gonna take it. I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just a, I got common sense. But what's right, priceless right. is putting that shit out when you get ready, right. looking at the numbers to see who's buying what, what age groups are on your own without calling them. Ask them how does this do? How does well? That's why they pay you the kind of money that they do right. because it's not for you to ask. But right. I'm gonna keep putting out my shit until they write me a check. But <clears throat> don't write me a check. I don't care because I'm still making money and I'm still putting the product out the way I want to because my independence, my freedom is priceless. Thanks. Feel me? It's priceless. And what people don't know. When you go see Cuckoo Cow, when you go see Who Raised You, and you leave them five stars, you leave a review, it helps us. It helps us mm-hmm. get more money at the end of the month from the revenue share, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. See, they give you a piece of the company, and people on the outside world don't know that. They give you a piece of the company. So now what inspired you to write your book, to family? Well, um, and you know, I've always loved reading, and um, I mean, I was I was just at a at a place, you know, where <clears throat> in my life where I was really trying to figure out another way, man, for me to exit the streets. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, um, I had already, you know, started doing doing some uh, doing film school. I did that, and you know. I mean, it's really like in alignment, the same type of thing. So, you know, I, I just, man, I just started writing, bro. You know, mm-hmm. and the thing is, you know, when I, when I first started to write, you know, that first book, I ended up throwing away like the first, I want to say like eight chapters or something like that, man. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this, 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 this is the first time I'm doing something, so I'm, I'm not really feeling confident about what I'm reading. You know, I'm reading right. shit like. Man, that shit sounds stupid, you know. But I mean, I had to. I talked to somebody, and they was like, "Man, listen, man. I mean, like, what is correct? You know, what, what, is, what, is, what, is, what is? I mean, is there a such thing as correct when you coming out of your mind? You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm-hmm. And and you know, once once you know, uh, they said that to me. I mean, I, I said, you know what, you want to have right. So I went to the library. I got some magazines and books on like sin structure and character development and stuff like that. And I just was like, man, you know what? I'm going to write this shit how I want to write it. You know? Right. And I mean, you know, my first book, man, motivation, mastering the game, like 
people love it. I mean, everybody, you know, that read it, they just be like, man, this is this is a, a phenomenal story. I mean, it's, you know, even though it's fiction, it's a lot of reality in the story because what I did was, you know, I basically took a lot of different stories, man, from different things that happened to, like, people around me, stuff that I had seen, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and you know, I kind of, like, just compiled that into one big story. I mean, that's pretty much when you, you know, that, that's pretty much what any author or any writer is going to do. Like, you know, a lot of people, they, they base, you know, those movies and books on reality. That's why they be so good. You know right, I mean? right. So. Because everybody has a story. Oh, yeah, most the definitely. goal is, I always tell people, the difference between successful people and people who fail is only one thing. People who are successful do what the fuck they say they're going to do. Exactly. That's the difference. You, you got your mind to do something, all you got to do is do it, and that makes you successful. Right, it's all about the follow through, man. I mean, it's, I can't tell you how many times, man. You know, I done, I done, uh, I've done something, and you know, um, shit don't work out the way you want it to. You know, you might put it down for a second, you know, and figure out, okay, how I'm gonna come back around to this. You know, it might be two days, three days, a month. Right. Whatever, you know, but it, but it's all about you just having the audacity to continue and complete some shit, man. I mean, you know, because, I mean, I'm sure you know as well as I do, like, um, most people that's successful at things, it'd be people that they just be like, you know what, I just tried some shit. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. And, you know, it took me a couple of years, a few years, six, seven years, however long it took, you know, three years, whatever, and the shit worked. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I mean, you know, me and me in particular, what I do, Brian, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, there's no format to what I do. I just, man, when I see something and, and, and if I want to do it, right. you know, um, and I feel like I'm capable of doing it and it makes sense for what's going on in my life right now, mm-hmm. I just do it. I just throw that shit, I just throw, throw shit up against the wall. If it makes sense, do it. And when I do it, if it, you know, if it, if if it's if it's working out and it's still in alignment with what, with what I'm doing with my life, I'll continue on and try to figure out how to, you know, polish it up. But if it if it just don't make sense, I mean, one thing about me, man, you know, I'm not scared to say that I failed at something, you know, because even when I fail, you know, you still there's still some type of jewel in that. So I just let it go. Okay, man, right. it didn't work out, man. Man, I, I done dissolved several companies. I mean, for real, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, you know, but, and, 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 you know, my cousin, you know, he used to joke with me a lot, man, you know, years ago, he'd be like, man, dude, what, so what you up to now? You know, this is when I was in the streets, you know, right. he's like, man, what you, what you up to now? I'm uh, this, I'm doing this, you know? And I mean, you know, you, those, those skills, you know, I was able to, to use them and transition those same skills and that same mindset to what I'm doing now. Right, understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm truly proud of you, man. Like I said, I I, I latched on you quickly, you know, because um, I just like to share my stories with the youngsters to get things going. Like, ladies, when we first met, I made sure he had a will. Put his will together that his ass ain't got done yet. So <laughs> while we're on the show, no book, no yeah, book. while we're on the show, I'm going to bring that shit back the fuck up because he's out here, <laughs> he's busting his ass, 
He's getting everything right. And I explained to him that if his ass should leave the day, and he has more than one baby mama, ladies and gentlemen, and we keep it real. And we know, to me, I feel holes. People lose their mind. I'm going to put them out there like that. I just feel people lose their mind when there's money on the table. They, yeah, they feel, they, people be sad that you die. People be sad that you're crying about all that shit, right, all that. But when there's money involved, it's like, fuck him, how much money I'm getting. And I tell you guys this day one, you have to have always have that in order to be able to move forward in this motherfucking game to just give you some peace of mind, you know, from your insurance policies. But like last night in my show, I was telling people how GoFundMe is not an insurance policy. You've got to really understand that shit is so, so important. And, and you want to know what, what's crazy when you speak about insurance? Like, before I had insurance, bro, I didn't, I didn't know it was that difficult to get insurance when you were a fella. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that. Explain. Oh, man. Listen, man, let me tell you something. Like, do you know how many times I was denied? Like, because of, you know, my record? When you, when no, you, man, it's impossible. Man, listen to me, man. I'm telling you right now. You can call an insurance agent. I'm, I'm telling you what I went through. Like, I mean, for years, they wouldn't give it to me. They ask you the nature of the crime. You know, when that shit go to underwriting, believe me, <clears throat> um, when it go to underwriting, you right. know, you know, if you're on probation, if you, how long you've been off probation, bro, all that, trust me. I'm telling you I right now. I never had oh, that. And I'm a felon, too. I never had that issue. You know what? Because your shit probably was old. You know what I'm saying? It probably, I, I mean, I don't know how old it was. I don't know when you first started getting insurance or whatever. But I'm telling you, man, I went through several insurance agencies. Wow. Well, I never, that's some I, racist shit. That's, that's, that's racist. Oh, I don't no give a fuck. Yeah. I don't I give mean, a fuck because yeah. everybody got a record. Like, what the yeah. fuck they doing? Especially when you're black down there, right? And right. So it's like, you know, so here's the thing. Um, when you talk about the GoFundMe, I 100% agree with you because it's like when I see that type of stuff, man, it's like that. This is fucked up. Okay, so now everybody got raised money, you know. I mean, but I don't know if a lot of these cats even try to get insurance or whatever, but, you know, some people just can't get that shit. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, you know, in other parts of the country, but I'm assuming it's probably the same thing because when you talk about a national, I mean, a, you know, insurance company. Well, here's the thing. This is the, I'm much older than you, and I've had oh, insurance right. probably since I was 18, right? Right. I never heard of that before in my life. And I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. It doesn't exist, because had... I know you always keep 100 of me, but, yo, oh, yeah. that sounds like it's some crazy shit. Man, I'm telling you, it's real, bro. Look into it. You know what I mean? I, I was able to get it after years. I'm going to call Rashawn you know I mean? on that shit. We're going to call Rashawn tomorrow. Yeah, and, yeah. This shit exists. Yeah. But he always said that the motherfuckers try to treat us bad. Oh, yeah, man. Always, sorry, always told me that. In the insurance game and everything, that's why I tell people to read, listen to this podcast that we on, because we drop knowledge. See, on this show, on these shows, on the TK Kirkman podcast, we don't complain. What we do or what I do is bring people information and knowledge how to get over the hump, how to achieve whatever the fuck they're trying to achieve. Because you can listen to this 
to TK Kirkland. It's like motherfucking the streets for Google. You know, it's the Google rollback <laughs> to life. <laughs> from everything, from child support to how to leave your bitch to how to keep your bitch, like and how to keep your nigga. We do it all on this show. And that's what makes me proud we have taken this job from um, the Breakfast Club and Charlemagne and Loud Speaker Network and my man over there, Chris Morrow, because um, I ain't really want to do this shit smooth. Right. I'm being honest. I I not want to do this shit. You know, I used to call this shit an iPod. Like, they want me to do some motherfucking iPod. But to see <laughs> <laughs> the effect that has had on young men or women around the country has been amazing because I have to do another show. Apparently, a couple of weeks ago, I put a show out on, and the guy was complaining about, oh, this is the show about the guy said that, um, uh, his cousin now was fucking his baby mom. And something about my show got this girl locked up for two days in their um in their neighborhood. So I gotta do a rebuttal. Basically put her side of the story yeah. out about that situation. I'm looking forward to that. But it's these type of topics, um, genuine men like yourself that I have to bring out here to the universe to let other young men who are listening who is trying. So don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. My man here, even though he did some time, he still was ambitious. Even though he was ambitious, he still had a few dollars. And whatever your dream is, you got to have a little money on the side. And let me put you people up on game who want to go to other people for money. You can't go to strangers and ask them for money, ladies and gentlemen, unless you truly know them or unless you truly have your paperwork together. Let me repeat it. You have to have your paperwork together. You have to have your numbers together so a person can see if they put this amount of money in, what you are not guaranteeing them, but what they think they can make because they invested in you. These type of things are extremely important, ladies and gentlemen. So I just want to let you know that when you're doing business, unless it's a family member or whatever, and still have your paperwork right because you still want to have your shit together, as I say, you know. So that's where we are with this one, man. Now, I always got to show mad love to my uh, sponsors. I got to show mad love to... um, the shows don't get ready to do. So this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, coming up. You know, I'm proud of this. I'm going back to motherfucking Dallas, Texas, really. I'm Plato, Plato, Texas. I'm at the Club Hyenas on February 23rd with my man Woody Wood as the host. Um, for ticket information, you can call 832-921-7288. Let me repeat it. 832-921-7288. Seven two eight eight. All right, and um, I see there's one show only, one show only because yeah, you know, I, I got other shit to do. So I'm coming in, bam, I'm flying right out. Got some other things on my plate. Um, Ramon, it's always a pleasure, okay. family. And you tell the people you have a website. Uh, most definitely, man. SwiftMotionPictures.com. Yeah, and, and ladies, and say one more. And matter of fact. Say it one more time and just spell it to you so the people, because I'm dyslexic, 
Of course, she has other people out there that let's say, even though you shouldn't be able to fuck up the word Swift, but you just never know. Uh, yeah, that's Swift, S-W-I-F-T, Motion, M-O-T-I-O-N, Pictures, P-I-C-T-U-R-E-S.com. Nick, you all, I almost fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies, that's what I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, check his brother out. See what he's doing. From and make Walker sure... Right Yes, make sure, make sure y'all go check out that first joint circumstances because we got some more coming for y'all for that. Right. We also got another week, man. We got a lot of shit, you know. I, I got a lot of shit that you know we finna work on and put out, you know what I mean? So, um, a lot of things in development and whatnot, you know. And uh, follow my IG Swift Sloan, and um, you know, make sure y'all go check out that Cuckoo Cow joint that rises. Right. Cuckoo Cow. I mean, I mean, because the story not only is it just about like him as an artist, TK. It's also you know about um, us showing people that because you know we're not just beating the man up on it. You know, I try to end it on a good note. You know, right. And we're trying to show people that regardless of what you're going through, you know, I don't care how hard you fall. You know, it's always hope on the other side if right, right. you don't give up and if you keep fighting and you keep going and you got a good support system around you and people telling you that you can do it I mean cause come on man we all you know we all took our falls before but it's about yes, sir. a person you know being able to keep moving man yeah and it's rough ladies and gentlemen you know some of us some of us get lucky that's the way I'm gonna use it some of us get lucky because some of us go get deep down in that hole, and it's hard to come the fuck back up. That's why it's stories like this that I put out to prevent from you to getting deep down in that hole. Because some people don't like to help other people make it. Some people don't like to help other people achieve their dreams and their goals. So if we can help you not to get into something. So you don't have to ask somebody to help to bring you back out. Chief, this is what these stories is about. To keep your head on right, not to try to get in trouble, because they, and they talk about jail reform. They talk, listen to me, they trying to lock you up, and there's nothing you can do about jail reform. I always tell people to go in life now, but just don't get in trouble. Because once they lock you the fuck up, they're trying to keep you away. They're trying to give you some crazy ass numbers, ladies and gentlemen, out here. And if you don't see it, they're using everybody as examples. So I'm, that's what I'm saying. Just don't get in fucking trouble so they don't do it to you. And you got to be afraid. I don't mean to be a punk. I don't mean to be like, you know, like you got to kiss a cop's ass or whatever. Be afraid to lose your freedom. Be afraid. And if you be afraid a little bit, you'll go through life a little cautious. You know, especially with this domestic violence. You know, domestic violence has been around a while, but you young men... If a girl don't want you, you want to want to smack her or throw a drink at her. Or um, I read somewhere, um, Ramon, a, a dude, I read his girl's text message. He had got a text from her uh, ex-boyfriend, and he he killed her over a text message. Crazy, man. He killed her over a text message. We just had something like that happen up here, man. I think this dude burnt his... Uh, his kid's mom up, man, in, in front of, put the kids out on the porch, man, with no clothes on, and doffed the girl up with some gasoline. I mean, it's like, come on, man. 
you know, the fuck out of here. Man, I'm, I'm serious, man. You know, and it's like, I mean, come on, man. This woman's trying to leave, man. Just let her go on about her business because right. at that point, she gone anyway. You know? Right. Um, but it's like, you know, cats, cats got to understand that. It's like, man, you know, and even, even, but not only just the men, the women too. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's mm-hmm. that crazy shit, you know, when they be going against each other over the dude and all that shit. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, what does this woman do to you? You know what I'm saying? Right, it's, right. nothing to you. So it's like, yes. you know, it, it's, and, you know, that's something that, you know, I'll be, it, 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 it's something that's not talked about. You know yes, what I mean? And, and that need to be talked about. It's like, mm-hmm. why is it every time, you know, something like that's going on, you want to automatically go and try to do something to right. you know, this woman because this man is choosing to do whatever it is he doing. It's like, that shit is crazy. They, they got to stop, yo. And basically, listen, everybody, everybody that you see, even me, even this brother on the phone, we all get jealous. We all might have a little hate towards someone, but you got to control your emotions. Right. Control your emotions because that's the difference. And if you're pumping blood, you got a heart. You're going to have feelings. You're going to have emotions, but you got to control your emotions. But today, with, along with this you know, cuckoo cow, we want to throw this in there. Stop hurting these motherfucking women. Stop hurting them. I got daughters, yo, and this just right. scares the fuck out of me about how yeah, these niggas crazy. are moving. You yeah. motherfuckers got to really get your shit together. And if the girl don't want you, I tell people all the time, why trip when there's a group of college bitches graduating in June? <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new team coming out this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, man, listen. Hey, I just said that shit. Please, guys. It doesn't get off. Like, why the fuck are these niggas tripping, dog? Man. Oh my God! Hey, 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 hey! But you want to know? You want to know what it is, though, TK? Man, you're dealing with a different breed, man. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like you're dealing with a whole nother breed, and it's like any person that's gonna do something like that, what both of them dudes did. You know, obviously, you niggas wasn't raised by the right man. If you had a man in your life at all, right, you know I mean? right. If if you have somebody in your life that's telling you, hey man, I mean, you know, this woman has the right to leave you, right? I mean, yep. If, you know, you don't own; she's not your property. And then that's for you right. to go put these kids on the porch, yeah, nigga, is you out of your mind? I mean, you out your mind. I mean, man, I don't man, listen, but I can't even understand that like that because I'm like you. I got daughters. Ain't no man. That's craziness. I mean. It, it don't even make no sense, you know. What it I mean, like, no dude, you 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 can't deal with somebody not being with you to that point to where you just gonna basically go destroy your kid's life forever, destroy the relationship you got with them. You, you know, the girl is in a coma, and I don't know what happened to the other girl that happened to happen you. And, and, and what they doing is they going dramatic because of society, right? Instead of just being mad, they take it to another level. They just, Especially it's like right. the, the cameras get turned on, right? And you swing right. on a nigga a little harder because you know you're going to go viral. The bitch right. left you. The he nigga left, left you. Keep the fucking moving. All right. Please, ladies and gentlemen. Please, young men. Please. This could save your life, yo. Please. If, if, if you are weak, work hard, and just get a bitch off Tinder. Right. 
Fuck her, take her. Take her bitch to a movie and a dinner and pay her and go on about your business because you can't I mean, handle the responsibility to be with a fucking female. Even him and them said he fucking around on Tinder every now and then. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you you got to do that. If you if you if you a weak motherfucker, listen to me, Ramon. Listen to me. If you a weak nigga, that's where you need to go. Right. Hey, don't you see bitch pay her and go on about your business. Yeah, man. Go on about you your know. business, ladies and gentlemen. This is the TK Kirkland Show. You live your life to the fullest, and hopefully we'll have another episode um, next week because, you know, the, tomorrow is really never promised to you. So we always want to say thank you to the man up above, to everybody that's out here striving, that's trying to win. So you know that we'll talk. We'll settle up what we got to do in the next couple of days. Okay. And to everybody around the world, may your pain be champagne. It's the T.K. Kirk myself, <laughs> a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. Go on. Talk to you, fam. All right, bro. Thanks okay, one. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.